You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Thursday morning. Now, let's turn to our next topic and guest of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're talking about hypnosis and drinking in moderation. Now, Happy New Year. We're in the new year. And perhaps looking back at the past few weeks, some of us may have indulged or or even overindulged in in alcohol and and whatnot. So what effects does that have on you as a person and, and perhaps even on your fitness goals that you've set for the new year? And how can hypnosis? therapy help and to talk about this I'm really delighted to be chatting with certified clinical hypnotherapist Ellen McNally about this today welcome back on the program Ellen it's great to speak to you today happy new year Oh, yes. Happy New Year. Thank you, Noreen. Thank you for having me. It does feel a bit odd to be saying Happy New Year sort of in the middle of January, but it's our first it's our first show together of the year, so right. only fitting. Right. Now, it's an interesting Perfectly. topic, drinking and hypnotherapy. In your years, and you've been a hypnotherapist for, for, for many decades here in our city, uh, have you come across people who come to you and say, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm not able to drink in moderation. How can hypnotherapy help? Hypnotherapy can help a lot. And, uh, you know, the people who come to me uh, with a drinking problem, um, uh, yeah, they would usually refer to it as a drinking problem. And and mostly it's uh, people who have used uh, alcohol to relax uh, maybe after work, have, have gone out after work. Maybe they have a high-stress job. Uh, maybe they make important decisions under pressure. Uh, or, or maybe drinking is just part of the way, part of their life. But one thing for sure is they're often thinking about having that drink. You know, they're they're looking forward to going to meet friends, but to have a few drinks. And... You know, it it uh, it's something that is important in their life. Uh, they, if they've come to me, they drink a lot. Uh, uh, they're not alcoholics necessarily. They may be on the way to it, but they are noticing that maybe it's time they see if they can get help to reduce it. Um, you know, the worst thing is uh, maybe. People are in their late 30s, early 40s. Uh, they begin to do checkups and notice that they have high pre- high blood pressure or uh, high blood high cholesterol. Uh, the doctor asks them about their drinking and lets them know that you know if they drink in excess, it's going to affect their body and and these symptoms will get worse. So that's you know, the kind of first wake-up call for people who have been young and healthy and haven't worried about their health. Um, the next, uh, and, and you know, it's as much from women as from men, is that um, they're not a good, uh, as good a parent as they want to be because they'll wake up, especially on weekends. And I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, if you've ever had a hangover, most people have. Uh, it's unpleasant. You you have no motivation. Your your head hurts. You maybe feel nauseous. You know, there's it's really unpleasant. And uh, people discover also at that age that they just don't have the motivation. They want to go and and you know start 
doing exercise or going to the gym or and it's really hard when you wake up and you're fighting this physical feeling uh, of a hangover and um so it's a combination of these things uh, are are they alcoholics uh not really there are people who may become alcoholics if they don't stop and and uh, dis- make decisions about their behavior and their life and their family and their health. Um, uh, they're kind of dependent to a certain extent in alcohol, but that's, that's a wide range, but dependent in that they need more and more to feel as good as they want to feel. Uh, they can tolerate more and more. Uh, they think about it more and more. So, uh, you know, People do come to me for that. And, you know, because they do come to me, they're looking for control to, to be able to, uh, control that pattern of, uh, a kind of abuse. Um, and, you know, also when people do a lot of drinking, a lot of people smoke only when they drink. So, you know, they tend to be smoking too much. So that, adds to the the toxic soup so uh yeah when people come to see me at that stage they're capable of stopping under hypnosis and and permanently yeah it's so interesting just a point that i wanted to pick up on is that and it's true you know some people are looking forward to hanging out with their friends but they're really looking forward to that drink and then it, it doesn't matter if they're really with their friends. And you see people like that um, at the bar, at, at the bar or at the pub. Perhaps that their friends have left, but they stay on to have just that one more drink. And that links to sort of feelings that they want to achieve through alcohol. You raised a, a good point earlier. Some people feel that by drinking, it helps them relax. It might take the edge off, uh, you know, a hard day's work. It really just helps them sort of uh, transition. If you, I've heard people say it really helps them transition. You know, the motion of cracking open a beer, sitting down in, in front of the sofa, watching telly, it really transitions. Ah, that marks the end of the work day. I've heard people describe it like that. Um, and I've also heard people say their relationship with alcohol is because they they like who they become with a bit of a drink. They become a bit more confident. They are able to uh, uh, chat to people more at ease. What about those, um, can I say, positive effects of alcohol? You know, it, it's a good thing yeah. to feel more relaxed. It's a good thing to feel more confident. Um, how do you How do you strike that balance between drinking to feel relaxed and confident and knowing when to stop? You know, one of the things I do is I help, uh, uh, you know, it's a coping mechanism. Yes. It's just a coping mechanism. Right. Yes. So what I, I, and, and we're not talking about people who just have a drink because that's, you know, that's like so that's many people. Or, sure. yeah, we're talking about people who, who continue one drink after another, uh, maybe six, seven, eight drinks at night. And, um, you know, I, I take them back to the first time they drank like that in excess, uh, which was really the beginning of them learning that kind of pattern and understanding why they did it, uh, why they adopted, you know, unconsciously, because it's, you know, he, they went once, they did it, it was fun, they 
they got smashed, they got drunk. The next day they felt terrible. They talked about it for weeks. And as a teenager, that's what they do. But as you get older, you know, it's it no longer applies. And once a person begins to see their life in relation to how it started and where they are now and how they really do have options, when when you get into that kind of habitual behavior, it seems like the options aren't aren't are too difficult or just you can't overcome it. But in hypnosis, you can help a person understand what they've achieved in their life. You know, the difficult times they've been through and how this is something they can do. Yeah, let, let's rewind a little bit then, Ellen. I mean, for, for somebody who yeah has that pattern of drinking, what are some of the reasons that you've sort of learned? What are some of the reasons? It, does it stem from some sort of trauma? Does it come from a, a positive experience they had in the past with alcohol? So they associate some sort of rewarding? I mean, yeah, what are the, the reasons yeah. that you've come across? Well, it's it's a positive association with feeling good, uh, but only because they weren't comfortable without it, drinking in excess. Um, uh, yeah, and, and you know, it's often like smoking. You you start smoking with pals in the back of the school or something, and it it feels good, and it, it it's something that's a pathway to adulthood. And and it's also a way to relax because even as a teen, you're not totally confident, and uh, you know you're 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 uh, exposed to meeting new people, and you want to feel good, and and you know, and also pressure. You know, a lot of lot of people uh, will start as a teenager because they have so much pressure. The the pressure on kids to excel, and maybe parents don't realize to what extent kids need to, uh, you know, burn off steam. Uh, it's a pattern that can start quite young. Uh, and the truth, yeah. and the truth is, both things actually make you more. You feel like they relax you, but actually they make you more irritable. I mean, if you don't have that drink when you want it, for for some people, they will feel irritated, or 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 like you said that. When you're hungover, for example, it actually just sets you b- back a little bit in terms of yeah. your mood. Um, and Absolutely. I know certainly for, 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 for people I know who smoke, um, if they try to go cold turkey or when they try to, you know, not smoke, then they're in an awful mood. And they often say, you know, I'm quitting smoking. And it's kind of like a, a way for them to excuse their behavior because I'm going to be in a bad mood uh, for the next couple of weeks or months. Yeah. And, and yeah. I've seen that in, in, in friends and family who go through that cycle. And, you know, sometimes it's really, really difficult because you'll have had many drinks and you, you know, be in a good mood and you'll have talked all night. And the next day you might not remember who you spoke to or what you said. And you might meet those people again who say, hey, Noreen, I love talking with you. The other, And you'll you'll become very stressed and worried exactly. about who you're going to meet. And, and what did you say exactly, you know? So, uh, and, and, you know, you can sometimes behave terribly. Uh, and, uh, and sometimes you don't know how you got home. So, uh, you know, for women, especially in young women, it's, it's pretty scary if you, and, you know, 
a lot of binge drinkers are women. I think I, I saw the other day that statistics uh, point that way. Uh, women yeah. are higher, young women are higher. And so, smoking as well. It's on the rise. Um, women who take up smoking. Yeah. 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 And it's it often, it's always, if you smoke, you certainly smoke with drinking. So think about the hangover that would create yeah. the double. So in a session, for example, if somebody says, I really want to cut back drinking, do, do, I mean, do they say that? Do they say, I want to quit drinking or I want to cut back drinking? or you know? uh, Well, you discuss that before the session discuss the expectations and you know uh, what you really want is to be able to help that person just have one drink and after one drink to think mm, I, I don't feel like that anymore I feel like something else or even more to just have a few sips and to think you, you get the same benefit as glass as a whole glass of it, and to truly feel that you don't really uh, need that. You could easily have sparkling water or lemon exactly. water. or tonic water you know, on its own without the yeah, gin. Or, yeah. non or tonic water or mock drink or a, a beer that doesn't have alcohol. Yes. So, you know, and, and, and I also always suggest that they, if they want to do this seriously, that they take a break for a month, not drink for a month. And, um, uh, I, well, it, it's hard to not drink for a month if you're going to take uh, a few sips or just one drink. But, uh, you know, I, I kind of want to encourage them to reduce a lot during the period and to practice what we're doing. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, hypnosis works with the unconscious mind through suggestion. And so... Uh, everything we say is to, as if they were suggesting to themselves. And when they're in a trance, their unconscious mind, we often think of hypnosis as focusing, a focusing uh, approach. Because when you're able to um, kind of sideline the conscious, uh, judgmental part of the mind, then you can speak directly to the conscious mind. And that's the part that you really want to have listen. And, and that's the part that can change easily if it knows it's going to help you. So, you know, we, we uh, have, it's also a therapy of experiencing. It's not, it's, it's not a therapy of talking, although we do talk, you know, uh, I will ask questions and they'll answer, but it's not, a t it's really an experiential therapy. So you'll have uh, uh, the person, the client, um, imagining going to a party and having a sip and, oh, feeling it's so refreshing. And, 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 and the next uh, is nice too, but it's not as. And, and after a few sips, they, you know, they, they might even have a tonic water or something else that they don't feel like it. And, and we can also help them, you know, when they have a, a trigger or something, you know, someone else might say, hey, how about a drink? That they have mental tricks, that we teach a mental trick to have them uh, change that feeling to one of not really wanting to or saying, fine, I have a drink. And who knows what you're drinking, you know? Yeah. 
I guess, yeah, some people have that really good self-control. And, and I like the way it's almost like visualizing and, and seeing how you want the night to pan out. You know, if you go with the mindset, I'm going to have a couple of drinks. I mean, I suppose in, throughout my lifetime, I've met several types of people. There's one type who will be like, I'm out for a big night. I'm going to get really, really, really drunk. I'm going to have a great time with my friends. And, and that's their agenda. And then you've got another type of friend who's like, I'm actually going to go and have a great time with my friends and just have a couple of drinks and then I'm going to go home because I've got to do X, Y and Z the next day. And those are the people that, you know, are very disciplined. And then there's a third type, which I'm sure we've all been that third type before. You go in with the attention of I'm just going to have one or two drinks and then it kind of <laughs> snowballs out of effect. And I think just depending on where you are in your life, um, we've all been that third third category you that's know, right you go in with that's a, right. a really good mindset i'm only going to have one or two and then it escalates it's at that juncture that how do you <laughs> i suppose how do you exert self-control at that juncture um because well you, you just slip and then that's yeah, it yeah and you're already under the influence right yes. so you're you're it's not like you're in control as much anymore so uh of course what we do is we we have you act on that control much earlier we have you respond to a trigger to uh to do something else instead uh knowing that if you have another it's going to escalate and escalate so um yes it's just teaching the mind to do what you would normally do if if you know the attraction wasn't there the temptation wasn't there so uh in a way it's teaching you uh, a trick that your mind can respond to that becomes a habit so that you don't have to do it. Your mind does it for you, yeah. which is what disciplined people do. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Very, very good. And um, I really look forward to, because, you know, when, when, when we first talked about this idea, we were like, is this addiction? But of course, addiction is something else that we can touch on perhaps in, in the next several episodes. Ellen, it's always a pleasure to have you on the program. Remind our listeners once again, uh, what's your website and how can we follow your work? Thank you. It's at hypnosisinhongkong.com. And if you go there, I have, uh, you know, I've explained what I do and I talk about a lot of the the issues I deal with. I have a blog which I contribute to uh, monthly. And you can find out all about hypnosis and how uh, how powerful it is because it works at the unconscious level to help you make changes that can transform your life if you so choose. Excellent. Well, Ellen, it's always a pleasure to have you on the program and I look forward to having you back on next time. Thank you so much. Thank you.